Hello, friends, and welcome to My Miniature Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Karf. This podcast is about all things miniature. We will explore the world of minis and all its raw talent, dedication, patience, and the new energy of this art form. Hear from miniature hobbyists and professionals from all over the world. We will gain a deeper insight into the creative processes that drive them. We will also explore what their biggest struggles are, their most devastating failures, and the most uplifting successes. I hope to encourage and inspire you in your miniature hobby, because even the ordinary become extraordinary in miniature. Hello, friends. I'm back for another episode of My Miniature Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel. I hope that you are enjoying fall. Here in Wisconsin, it's been very warm, so it doesn't really quite seem like fall yet, but I'm sure soon the cold weather will come in, and I will be well assured that it is fall. So things here are going really well. Um, I get to create miniatures every day, so what could be better, right? And I'm also really, really excited to share with you what I've been working on the last few weeks. So I have partnered with Holly of Aspen Miniatures. So watch for her episode, her podcast episode in the next few weeks. And so Holly and I are launching what we call the Mini District, and it's going to be amazing. If you haven't seen it on social media, I shared a little bit, so I thought it would be fun for you guys listening I'm going to share a little bit more about what the district is. So it's an online community for miniatures, and it will be housed all on the same website. And the navigation around this website is going to be extremely user-friendly. There's nothing worse than joining a membership and you get lost in the website. So you're definitely not going to do that with this um, website. It's going to be super friendly, user-friendly. So inside that community or that district, <clears throat> excuse me, we are going to have a library, which what any library has. We're going to have some free ebooks. We're going to have a warehouse that's going to have lots of free downloads and freebies. We're going to have a school for what else but education on miniatures. And we're also going to house um, monthly classes there. We're going to have a cafe where you can chat with other miniatures from around the world in our forums. And the most exciting part to me is the shopping district. So this is exciting to me because it's organized by item or supply. So let's say you're in need of some shingles. You simply click on shingles and then all the suppliers that sell shingles will show up. So to me, this is super amazing because I get so frustrated when I'm trying to find something exact in miniature and I can't. So this is going to make your shopping so much easier. So I'm really excited for the district to, um, the shopping mall to open up. So head on over to theminidistrict.com now and sign up for our newsletter. That way you can be informed when the construction of the district is complete and you can be one of our first citizens of the district. Also, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the mini district. This is important because then you can be informed of all the freebies and the giveaways that we will be giving away in the next few weeks. So that's at the mini district. You can find us on both Instagram and Facebook. So let's get on to today's episode. I had the privilege of talking with Beth and I loved my conversation with Beth and I did, Beth is just so easy to talk to that actually Beth is going to be part of our district also. So more details coming up on that. But I hope that you enjoy our conversation. And if you would, please take a screenshot and share it on your social media and tag me at Mike Drop Miniatures. And if you'd be so kind, please leave me a review. I'd love to hear what you think of this podcast and what you would like to see future episodes on. So, and also don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. Until then, take care and I hope to hear from you soon. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for meeting with me today, Beth. About oh, well, this is so fun. Yeah, talking about minis. What's what could be better, right? Miniatures. 
So you are an artist. I see a beautiful, you have beautiful, beautiful paintings and collages. And by the way, I love that collage you did of your sister on Instagram. Oh, never again. No, I love doing collages. I, I haven't done one in for so long, but that one is beautiful, especially because you created this collage out of photos from her Instagram. Yes. So how big is the collage? I have to ask, is it? I think it was, it was pretty, I mean, it was probably uh, 12 by 16, maybe. So pretty big. So yeah, it's beautiful. I love it. How long did it that could take have been you? a little bit bigger than that. forever. It for- took me forever <laughs> because I, well, first her hair, that was the hard, hard part was getting her hair because the way it was in the picture I used so much stuff was showing from underneath it you know, where it's split and everything. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was really, and I've never done anything like that before. That was the first and only because my other sister went, I want one. I said, no, I'm not doing it. I love I'll, you, but no. I'll teach you how to do it. Right. No, it's totally beautiful. So can you talk about how you went from my, do you still paint? And I haven't painted in a couple of years. Okay. Um, I have painted those since I started taking art lessons when I was six years old and I took them all the private and in school till I was in college and I had intended to major in art and then I had a really bad experience with an art teacher and that just turned me off and I never took another course after my freshman year and um but then I wanted to be an interior design but back in the dark ages you had to pass chemistry well, that was not going to happen. I mean, even my chemistry teacher at Alabama, you could not drop chemistry once you signed up. My teacher said, I'm going to write a letter so you can drop chemistry because you're never going to make it. Why chemistry for interior design? I don't know if they were trying to weed people out or when they, because I asked that and they said, well, you need to know how chemicals react with fabrics and whatever. I mean, I just think they were weeding people out because it had become a big thing back in the seventies and a lot of people were in it. And so I ended up in advertising, which I never used for anything, but I've always done art. I mean, I have always done some sort of art. I've done pretty much every kind of art. Even when my kids were little and I didn't have a job job, I was still, I did ceramics and sold them. I did hand painted children's clothes and sold those. I was always selling something with my art that I did. And, but my husband's mother fell a couple of years ago and I'm just, a, I'm a happy painter. And it was a very sad time because they sent her home basically just to die. And so for five months, she consumed our life and we had sitters, but still she's just such a delightful person. It was so sad. And I just didn't want to paint at all. And then COVID. And then I really didn't want to paint. And so I started the dollhouse thing again because I'd already done one. Oh, you did and that was my question is like the first one because when I look at like your Instagram I'm like for someone that's just this is her first house man she nailed it on the first attempt she's amazing so this is your second then? Well the first one um, my dad I have a little sister who's 19 years younger than me she was born the day I came home from my freshman year in college and he had built a dollhouse um, yeah, old Victorian house. He got the real house plans from a house in where we used to live in Opelika, Alabama. And he recreated it as a dollhouse because they were turning it into a bank and they wanted it. And so it sat in the lobby of the bank after he built it. And then he gave it to my aunt for her two daughters. And after that, he went, well, I'll build one for my little sister. And this was probably in the mid eighties or, and He's, and it was from a kit and he started it. And I, I guess he just kind of lost interest because it was a kit and he has, he's a contractor. And I think the fun part for him was building the other one from scratch, even though he's following the, the house plans. And he just, he just, they drug it around everywhere they've moved. And so a couple of years ago, he said, do you want to finish this for your granddaughter? Cause my granddaughter was five at the time. And I said, Oh yeah, I'll try it. And you know, I know how to build stuff because I just got it from him, mm-hmm. I guess through osmosis. And I have 
I have more power tools than my husband has. And so I have all these saws and things because I've always been building stuff. And um, so I said, sure, I'll try. And he had not done much on it. I mean, he had put the bottom floor together, a couple of the walls, a little bit of the flooring. And so, there, you know, it was pretty much a start from scratch thing. And so I finished building that out for her. But I knew nothing about what I was doing. And I knew nothing about the miniature world and what was going on because I was still painting at the time. And that was pretty much, I did this in my spare time. And I finished it and I gave it to her and she loved it. And that was all fun. I bought everything that went in it, except for the wallpaper, because I used to have a graphic design business. Aren't you a graphic designer? I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had a graphic design business on Etsy where I, you know, sold digital downloads and stuff. And um, so I made all the wallpapers that went in it. That's pretty much the only thing I made. And I was kind of over and done, but I was having fun. So I started this one. I just started the bottom floor, putting the walls up. Had no idea what I was going to do. And then I set it aside and went back to painting full time until uh, my husband's mother got sick. And so that, and after all of that, after she passed away and I did a few other projects when COVID started at home. Now I went, I'm going to drag that dollhouse back out. And I went, okay, well, We'll see what happens. And I have, I had no plan. I still really have no plan. I just kind of go and see what hits me. So it's amazing. Like, I don't even, so where do you go for inspiration or to make things? Like, for example, like you made us this amazing stove that I want in my real kitchen. I'd love that. Me too. (laughs) So like when you look at something like that, you just find pictures. Can you kind of walk us through the process of how you would even make that? Yeah. Lights in it. Like, come on. It's amazing. I went to, um, I think I, I just went on and looked up luxury stove or something like that and looked at the pictures, found one I liked. And then I got the, I went to wherever they sell them and I got the actual measurements so that I could scale it down to be the right size. Okay. And so that's kind of what I did on that. Same thing with the refrigerator. And the, and then I just measured my own dishwasher and and built it. But I, I did scale it down to be the right size, all of them. So are you using your, um, how do you cut the wood? Blowforge. It is awesome. It's on my want list and I just can't, I don't know. I don't know. I really want it so bad. So maybe through this, you can talk me into it. Okay. But um, so you, you glow forge and then you just paint it and you're designing what an illustrator or how are you designing your pieces? Yeah. For glow forge, you have to save it as a, um, oh gosh, I'm having a senior moment, um, whatever. SVP. Yes. Yes. And so I do that in illustrator and um, which is where, I mean, it really is easy and you know that. I mean, that once you know how to do it, it's not hard. And so, yeah, everything, I just go in there and design it. And, and then you just send that. The Glowforge hooks up by Wi-Fi to your computer or whatever. And so you just send it and tell it to print and it cuts it out. And I have not explored everything the Glowforge does because it does all that engraving and stuff. And I hadn't learned how to do any of that yet. But I you do use it for cutting. The- the knobs on the Glowforge and the handles, all that, or just the main structure? Um, yeah, the knobs on there, I think I cut out of little circles and then cut the little piece that goes on top because it can cut the tiniest, tiniest things. Like if you look on the top of my refrigerator, it has a bent, one of those bent things. And the, the little pieces are probably not a half a millimeter. I mean, they're tiny but it'll cut it out without destroying it. It's amazing. And, and then, I could have never done the floor in my entrance hall without that. Yeah. There's no way. And did you, do you have working like oven doors and everything on your stove? Cause you have a light in there. I, so. I have a light in both sides and um, yes, the doors open and uh, um, I remade the stupid wire racks in there about five times because, the, and I would really, probably except I really want them to be wire 
So that's why, and I'm not good at soldering at all. I really need to, to learn how to do that better. But um, yeah, I wanted them to be wire like they are in my, in the stove. Otherwise I would cut them out on the guard forge, but I just don't think it'd be the same. Is the electricity wired so it's just on battery or do you have to hook it to like a, you know, through the wire? All, all of my, all of my house, except for two little things are all wired together. And I started out doing it with the white wire that plugs into the little plug things. And then I discovered the LED lights and I like them so much better. Um, for one thing, you can hook 50 LED lights to one transformer. And I, and I found at um, Evans Designs, they have a, a five, you know, you can hook different rooms and turn on the lights from, you know, one room to another. I can't remember what it is. It's a five switch thing. But all of your things go to that. You can hook them up to different things. So I can turn on the lights in the kitchen or I can turn on the lights in the dining room and turn them off. And, but they're all wired to the same thing. And it's not hard. So it's just the challenge would be to hide the wire, right? And they're, and those wires, the LED wires are so much smaller than like the white. I mean, those are pretty small, but these are even smaller. Okay. And, and, the, and what I do anyway is... Um, I cut out mat board and I glue it to my wood um, for my walls and everything because it's easier to paint it when it's flat. And it's also easier if you're putting any molding or anything on it when it's flat. I mean, or any whatever, and then glue it to the glue it to the wooden walls. So all of my wires are behind there, so you can't see them at all. Oh, that's a good way. Yeah, because a lot of people would like the tape wiring, they would have to wallpaper to hide that. And so that's a good idea. So yeah, so your glow forge, I don't know, you hear so many things like it's toxic for your family because if, especially if you're cutting acrylic or you could go blind, I've heard that a few times, or you need good exhaust. And so there's all this like negative things about laser cutters, but I still want one so bad. <laughs> well, I have mine. I mean, I have, I have mine with my husband took it like a dryer vent because mm -hmm. it has the hole in the back and um, for that and Oh, it comes with that. I think anyway, you, he hooked it up and we opened a window that's right behind it and we put in plastic. I don't know what he did, but he rigged it up so that the window is, I don't have to open and close it and everything. It goes out into a vent and on the outside, we put one of those PVC, it's a PVC pipe that he screwed, I can screw and unscrew the cap on so that I don't have to, um, you know, take the vent off and on mm -hmm. all the time. But it, yeah, it smells terrible outside, you know, when it's on like that, but it, it doesn't, it really doesn't smell in the house. That's awesome. I so, mean, you can smell it a little, but not, nothing bad. And yeah, you're not supposed to look at the laser when it's cutting, but I had looked at it and I'm not blind yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like how you say that. No, maybe someday. Um, so is your house complete? No, oh gosh, no. Oh, okay. I'm on the second floor. I'm working on my den right now. And then I have the whole third floor to go, which is the master bedroom and bath and closet, a little girl's room and a nursery. And then I have above that, the roof, which will have, I'm not sure. I don't know what I'll, I really think I want an artist studio up there and maybe a playroom. I don't know. And definitely attic where I can put, you know, I think you're a studio being you're, you know, a painter and an artist. Have you thought about making miniature paintings? Oh, yes. I've already made some. Oh, you have. Okay. I, I, I hadn't hung them up yet. Oh, well, I do. I have one in my dining room. Okay. Uh, well, what I did, I didn't paint it. I printed out one of my paintings that I have and hung it in there. And I've, so I've done several of those. I just haven't really hung it anywhere. But I think I do want to paint a couple just I'm, for the dollhouse yeah i'm curious to see what you'll if it's more of a challenge for you to paint little or if you know because you paint in big so i would love to hear what you think of if it's painting. oh it'll definitely be hard for me because i'm used to painting very large i mean most of my paintings are 
at least 24 by 36. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I like painting big, but I probably wouldn't do anything but uh, abstract if I do that, because there's no way something that small I could paint anything much. What, what kit is this? Did you say? No, I don't remember. Oh, it's not a kit. Oh, okay. This is not the kit. Okay. This is just as my imagination goes, oh. changes every day. <laughs> it's not. So you don't I mean, have plans. I know plans. what the front's going to look like. I don't have plans. I mean, I drew out, I did draw out the um, plans for the third floor for the bedroom because I actually have an interior designer that, well, she, she just does bathrooms and kitchens and here in town and she want she wanted to design my bathroom for my dollhouse and I went please do it I'm so tired of trying to think up stuff and so she's gonna she's gonna design my bath my master bath for me awesome would you call your house modern it would it is modern yeah okay and I I just came across your blog the other day where you showed how to make um a tv a flat screen tv to hang on the wall out of an old cell phone how genius is that so we'll have it, I'll give the link to where they can find that but how did you ever think of doing something like that well actually my parents gave me a bunch of old computer stuff to throw away for them because they didn't know how to get the hard drive out all that and in the box were their two old cell phones and I hooked them up to my wife they still worked and hooked up to my wi-fi and I went this would make a perfect tv <laughs> why would I throw this away and so I had to figure out a way so I could still slide it out and turn it on and do all that. And so, and it works great. I mean, I do have to go and plug it in and, you know, recharge it a lot, but if I use it, but it's the funniest, everybody thinks that's the coolest thing It is in the house right now. Who wouldn't want a flat screen TV right in their house? <laughs> that's awesome. So you... So let's see, you are working on, I'm just looking at your house too. The, you have, what is the room with the checkered floors and it's got like these really bold patterns on the walls. Is that your game room? That's the home gym. The home gym, okay. I know my son said, is this your dream house? And I said, no, I would never have a home gym in my dream house, <laughs> forget it. I hate to exercise. It's but it, no, the bottom floor has the game room, a pool bathroom, the gym, a wine cellar, and a potting shed on the main on the bottom floor. And then the second floor has a two-story entry hall, the kitchen, the dining room, and the den. And the den is what I'm working on right now. That's so cool. So you talk very openly about your failures, how you know, you sometimes I tried this 10 times and didn't work or a hundred, whatever. Can you talk a hundred? <laughs> what, <laughs> what would you say is your biggest failure that you just couldn't overcome, I guess, or maybe, maybe you overcome all of them and just keep trying. But is there one that sticks out in your mind the most? Uh, my biggest failure is not to plan. <laughs> I mean, I should plan more I just jump in start doing it and go okay this this doesn't work why should that let me try this but I've always done that way and so I think it works better for me I mean even though it, it does entail a lot of cursing a lot of screaming a lot of throwing my husband left the house one day when I was making the refrigerator he said I I have to get out of here and you know you were so angry you know well, I was very angry because I was trying to get the the doors on and I hate hinges hinges are my nemesis uh, I just hate them and I've got to figure out I I did them with uh tape and fabric or something I can't remember but I don't like that I really want to I want to learn how to do them better that's why I asked does it have working doors because oh I hate them too yeah they open awesome. and and the, that works pretty well but it's, they don't stay open like if they were hinged. I mean, they don't stay open as well. But, um, but yeah, I just, and it's not, oh, my friends go, oh, how do you have the patience? And I said, well, first of all, you should know I have no patience. If you're my friend, zero. I'm in the negative zone on patience. I said, but I am determined. I will not let something win. I want to win. So 
I mean, it was kind of with the chandelier in the entrance hall. Uh, that took me months because I had to step away so many times because everything I did was a failure at first. How would you, how do we describe that to someone that can't see it right now? I mean, it's, it's. Well, if they know what Chihuly is, and I really got in, my husband and I went to Vegas and the entire ceiling in the Bellagio is Dale Chihuly's flowers. And I was so just undone by how fabulous that was that I've never forgotten it. So when I started doing this, I want I want to do something that no one else has in a dollhouse, or at least that I've ever seen. So I'm going to do one of those. And I started trying to figure out how to do it. And it was, I actually went on YouTube and went how to make a fake Chihuly flower just to see if there was, and there was, there was a, um, there was a YouTube video about taking this, uh, Duralar acrylic paper, I guess, which I already had because it is an artist paper and you can paint on it, but it's clear acrylic. And this woman cut out flowers and she folded them up and she clipped them with a, um, a paper clip and dropped them in boiling water. And then when you take them out they and open them up, they kind of stay in the form, but it did not take the paint well. I mean, I tried, 10 different kinds of paint. I tried markers, I tried every kind of paint and I tried before I dipped them and after I dipped them, after you dip them, it's really hard to paint them because they're crinkled. And so then I moved on to making resin. Uh, um, I actually made flowers out of clay and then I made my own silicone molds and pushed the um, flowers in there and then I squirted UV resin in them and they are the most realistic the best that look like glass and then I used some of my acrylic I cut on the glowforge and held it over the stove and um and then shaped it a little bit by that but that was that really took way more time than I wanted you have to really heat it before you can do that and I'm like I said not patient so that was took but that is how I did the long swirly things how long do you think you have in that? How much time? Hmm, I have no idea. And I ended up using every single experiment that I did on the final one because I didn't want to have to remake. And I wasn't sure which one I liked the best or, you know, so I just used them all. And it ended up looking great. Yeah, it's beautiful. You say you have no patience, but man, it sure sounds like you must have just a little, <laughs> unless you're just I really that don't. determined. I can, my children can attest, no patience. <laughs> I'm glad to But determination, I mean, determination is, you know, if you want to do it, and I wanted it, I really, really wanted that. Mm -hmm. But that's also why I had to step away a bunch of times because I was like, I'm being defeated here and I don't like being defeated. It is reassuring to know that other artists feel that frustration or, you know, that failure once in a while, because when you look on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, anyone's account, it just like, everything just looks so perfect. And then, you know, so it's, it's reassuring to know that other people feel that because I definitely feel that too. I get frustrated when I can't. When you should it see my box, my box of disasters. <laughs> I mean, it is a humongous and because I'm a hoarder I can't throw anything out because I know I could probably still take this apart and use this and um well for instance big mistake I originally had a spiral staircase in coming up from the wine cellar into my kitchen and and now it's sitting in the in the box of mistakes and it's a beautiful staircase and I'll use it some on another house but um but when it when I started building out my kitchen I put my stove in while well, I couldn't open my stove, the, the left side, right, left side of my stove because the staircase was in the way. So I had to take it out. I had to patch the ceiling in the wine cellar. I had to fix the floor in the kitchen. And I was like, okay, now this is where I need to plan better. I don't think your dad would be too um, impressed, right? With no plans. <laughs> Didn't you say he was the architect or the contractor? Was oh, it oh, no. My daddy's just like, I don't know why you don't draw this out and why you, yeah, because he's very precise and yeah. very, yeah. But he th he is probably the person that is the most enamored with it. 
I mean, my husband is, and he thinks it's fabulous, and he is my greatest cheerleader. But um, thank goodness. I mean, because who's going to put up with somebody? And, and it, you know, he calls me a fungus because I'm taking, he said, you just creep and you keep, you have taken over two or three rooms now and you keep going. And I said, well, could you think of something better than a fungus to call me? <laughs> but I guess I am. I guess maybe he'll have to build you on your own dollhouse room. Tell him that maybe. Oh, I had that. Oh, I, have, I don't know. I have a she shed in my backyard that used to be my art studio. Now it has all my big saws, the table saw and the jigsaw and the um, compound, whatever other, all my big saws are out there and a lot of stuff that I don't use much. We converted our garage, our one car garage into my studio where I really painted more because it wasn't even though I have air out in my she shed, it's still, I'm in Alabama, it gets really hot. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't good for my paints and stuff to be out there. So I kind of moved all that inside a long time ago. And then I, he had an office uh, when COVID started, he had closed his brick and mortar stationary store. So he had an office in another room. Well, I switched him out and I put him out in my old studio, even though I still have, probably two-thirds of stuff in there is mine and I took over his office and that's really where I work now so I have like I, I did a video about the five places that I've taken over in our house so that's okay that's fine you know you, well, he doesn't care you talk about that big box of failures maybe you could do one more collage how but how cool would it be to do like a 3d collage with all your failures you're creative you but Except I'm saving them. Okay. But oh, I because ha half of it is kitchen cabinets. I mean, I did kitchen cabinets and I didn't like them. And so I put, I, you know, I took them out and put and changed up. I mean, I used some in my new kitchen, but, but some of them I didn't like. And then of the upper cabinets. And so they're in there, but I'll use those another time. And I'll definitely use that spiral staircase because it's beautiful. Good. One thing I love about miniatures is you can use so many creative abilities, you know, like carpentry, wood, you know, with the woodwork, and then you can paint, things like that. And you you sound so creative. Is there anything that is a struggle for you? Like clay, you seem to work really well with clay. Anything? I, well, I have every, I mean, there's not an art supply I've ever met that I did not love. And that I pretty much own. I saw somebody on Instagram, I think Madeline's minis, and she was doing the little pottery. And I went, okay, I have to have a potting wheel. Thank goodness it was only $32, but I played really? with it. I just hadn't mastered it yet, but I, I want to play with that more. I just got a 3D printer nice. um, so that I can make, that's hard. It is, the learning curve on this is hard, but sweet Anna, from Little House of Lights helped me the other day. I mean, for hours helped me to get my first, to tell me how to do it. And I had watched a hundred YouTube videos. I'd read everything because I hate asking somebody to help me when I know they, she's got all those little children she's taking care of and stuff, but she was great. So what and, are you gonna um, make first? The first thing I've already made some shoes because they don't take a lot of resin and I wanted to, figure out how to do it without using up something with a ton of resin first. All right, did you get a like the liquid or did you get the filament? I got the resin. Resin, okay. Because it's smoother. Mm -hmm. But I, I, don't, I don't really know what all I want to make. But like I really wanted to make shoes because I want to paint my own shoes. I want to do them the way I want to do them, even though I bought some from some other people. Mm -hmm. But um, I want to, I just want to do... I, because that's what I like to do. I want to make my own stuff. I mean, like I made my dining room chairs. I made my dining room table. I didn't even know I could do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had, but I found the most expensive dining room table I could find. I went looking online, you know, I think that's what I put in. Most expensive dining. It was $32,000 with all this gold inlay and stuff. Wow. And so I copied it. And it was fun. And I copied one of my mother-in-law's chairs that she loved for my dining room chairs. That's so cool. I have to see. Someone's trying to get in our Zoom meeting. 
I'm like, I don't have another meeting right now. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, I do love that table, by the way. And it is so cool, like making things that you want in your real house. Like that would be, that's awesome. I think the 3D printer is really going to open up a whole new world to you. You can make anything now, I guess. Well, the, the reason I want it is because I think I could make the flowers for my if I can figure out how to make them, I could print them in transparent resin and redo my chandelier and where it would be all the same thing. And I've had so many people that want to do something like that, that I maybe could print them, let them paint their own and make their own. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not really trying to turn this into something that makes money, but because that's pretty much ruined every hobby I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to ruin this. The fun of this is I'm not, it's not a business. But if I can do some things like that, and I was talking to somebody this morning, um, and they they said the same thing. They want to paint their own shoes. And I said, well, I'll print you some and you can paint your own because that's really what I want. Wish people would sell them with, mm-hmm. you know, nothing. And I can do my own. So there, I think a lot of people that do this do like to create their own stuff and do it the way they want. And so if I can make some stuff like that and say, here you go, and here's how I put it together and you can go paint your own flowers and glue them on and do it your way, that would be fine. It would. So what, how are you going to, what program are you going to design in for the? I think, I, well, there's Tinkercad and there are a bunch of different ones. I think Tinkercad is what a lot of people use, but I mean, I've not even tried that yet. I'm just happy that I got a couple of shoes to print <laughs> that that I, you know, I got a free file for that. So I have not tried to make my own files yet at all. That's what I've been using. And I just get so frustrated because I, if, for example, I was making a picture the other day, a pouring picture, and I just wanted the, the spout to be like rounded at the end. And oh, just like the littlest things it, gets, it can get you frustrated yes I guess I haven't even gone down that rabbit hole yet I guess it's a good thing I'm determined to because once I start doing something like nope I gotta do this (laughs) so there's probably to know yeah I mean Tinkercad I think it's a good program to start off with but I think I need to advance to the next one where you can get you know more curved to something or so good luck with that. And if you ever need help, I guess I, I don't really, I'm not an expert either, but reach out. I can't wait to see what you are going to create. So how does someone find you? I know you are on Instagram and I know you have a website, right? Do you want to? Barely. Well, <laughs> but I'm starting. Yeah. I mean, I used to, I had, I mean, I, I had a great art website, but you know, I didn't want to try to turn that into this. And also it was on Shopify because I was selling my art and I'm not selling. So I wouldn't pay. I, there was no reason to pay for Shopify. I hated to get rid of it, but it was kind of useless. So I just decided this would be fun to have. And I did really did want to do it like a real estate website because I thought this is so fun. This is I'm selling real estate and I do want to sell my house when I finish. That right. is something I want to do. Oh, wow. Because I want to do another one. I already have like three or four ideas for other ones, but I will have to get a new house if so I wanted to do that. Be hard to part with it. Oh, no. No? Oh. I don't. I, I mean, just because I know I can make another one. Now, I don't, you know, and I don't know about selling the stuff in it. I mean, I mean, like the furniture and stuff. But if somebody wants it, yeah, because I know I can make it again. Okay. But, um, you know, it's just, I would love for somebody to have it that wants, that likes that and wants, you know, wants to do it. But I think part of the fun for that, for people that don't make it, is to find their stuff that they want to put in it and, you know, buy that stuff or whatever. I don't know. That's okay. For me, it's the fun of making it. That's true. I guess when I, I just get so attached to it, especially like if it, I don't know. Maybe I would, I don't know. Maybe I would be able to sell it. I guess I'd have to come across that road when I reach it, but. Well, if I thought that I couldn't make it again, that would, that would probably change it. But, you know, I sell my paintings. I've sold my paintings for years and, and I'm always very attached to my paintings. 
I mean, there's some that I would never sell that I have hanging in my house because I just I I really was attached to them and probably no amount of money. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> depending on the amount, but but there are things like that. But since I know I can do it again, because I would never paint a painting twice. Mm-hmm. I would not do that. But this, I can do that because I mean, I can remake a dining room table like this. And, you know, I can I can do something similar game room to what I've got. But um, but I would do different things anyway. I think that's the joy of being ADD. You really like to do lots of different things. And I am off the charts ADD, but medicated. <laughs> but even with medication, I'm still pretty off because every night I need a point. I'm now making, I made, I've already made like six or seven needlepoint rugs for the doc. I did four for my granddaughters. I have one already in this house and I've got two more already made and I'm working on two right now, but I have to be busy. My hands have to be busy. And so when I'm like, isn't in your vocabulary. No, (laughs) never. And it's funny because my sister who she, she is not a creative person. She is the director of a preschool program, which I could never do. And her skills are just totally different, but she'll go, I'm so bored. And I'm like, I don't even, I can't even comprehend what that would be like (laughs) to be bored because for, if I'm not doing something two seconds later, I'm finding something to do. I know my husband always says that. Why, why don't you just sit down on the patio with me? I'm like, sit there for five minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do something now. <laughs> You're crazy. Well, I can't even look at a magazine. I mean, I literally cannot sit and look through a magazine. I save it for when we go on trips and that's what I do in the car. Mm-hmm. And I look at it, and most of the time I'm tearing pages out of, oh, I love this fabric. Oh, I love this. I, oh, I could make this. You know, and my husband's like, riding in the car with you is a nightmare because it's, if we go to the beach, it's four hours of listening to pages being torn out of magazines. <laughs> I'm glad to know I'm not the only one that can't no, you're, sit. You're not. I'm the same way. Can you give us a little glimpse at maybe uh, some other houses that you had in mind that you said? Oh, I want to, I want to do a beach house house. because the beach is my favorite place and we haven't been there in several years, but, um, but yeah, I want to do a beach house that's tall and with a fabulous pool. And I did that. I I think that would be so fun and so different from what I'm doing right now. And And then I kind of want to do a fairy tale. A fairy tale. So like a A fairy tale house or like a. They like live- a fantasy house nice. and so well that definitely probably isn't a kit but will they any of them be kits like your beach no. house no you always no. build from scratch I want to build from scratch because then I, I have something that nobody else has I find there's something very appealing you don't even have a plan for the for the actual house it's just kind of room by room right because I just I kind of knew the rooms I wanted I do kind of know what it's going to look like on the oh, outside. That's good. I um, it's it's just going to be stucco and it, and on the and it's going to have some balconies on the front and because it has French doors going out to nowhere right now. But yeah, so yeah, I'll kind of wing that too. <laughs> but but I, I I just knew the rooms I wanted and I kind of knew how I wanted the rooms to look. Or I and I have I have three notebooks full that I've had I mean some of them for years of rooms and houses that I like or curtains I like or floors I like and ceilings I like so I I have all that and I go to those books and go through those and and I have it all divided because as ADD as I am I'm also really OCD I have everything organized everything is in place and I know I mean it may not look like that to anybody else but I can put my hand on anything at any time so I have those all organized into ceilings and floors and you know furniture and outdoor and stuff like that my my daughter actually came in the other day and I went look we redid this and we made it I needed somewhere to put all my wood and stuff up beside on the floor and I said it's all organized 
she is not creative at all. She looked at it and she went, this is organized. I went, yes. She said, if it's like this, when you die, I'm just lighting a match. And I went, you cannot burn my house down <laughs> with everything in it. No. Especially not these beautiful creations. Well, I think you're doing a fabulous job and I can't wait to see what else you create. So how this much so time fun. do you think you got left in this house? If you had a guess. Um, I literally work on it every day. But like right now, I'm working on the fireplace in the den. I'm working on the bookcase in the den. Um, and I'm, but I'm making them both into tutorials, which now takes so much more time. It does. And so I could have knocked out the fireplace in a day, but because now I'm, I'm doing, you know, I'm videoing a little bit over doing this and then I got to put all that together. I mean, I've been working on it for like three days cause I'm letting stuff dry and then I'm showing when I paint it and all that. But, um, oh, wow. I've been working on it since last June. So I've been working on it every, pretty much every day for a year. And thank but, you for your tutorials. I know I appreciate them. I'm sure a lot of other people do when people are so generous, you know, to show how they make things so others can do that. Oh, the mini community is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I, I've never, that has been my greatest joy about this whole thing is the people that I've made friends with. And uh, um, not everybody will tell you what they, how they do anything. I have not run across one person that won't share how they do something or willing to help you. Mm-hmm. And that is not, I love the art people, but they are very competitive and they want you to share with them, but the, the, a lot of them are not so willing to share. And which didn't bother me. I'm 64. I don't care. I've done it. There are no secrets. You know, I'm willing to share everything because I just do. And, um, but but it's just a different, it's a whole different set of people. And, and they don't, they're so giving. Mm-hmm. I agree. Are there any that stick out in your mind right now that you'd like to shout out? Shout out to like ones that you go through for inspiration or people that just have helped you along the way? Well, I, like I said, Anna at Little House of Lights was so helpful with my 3D thing. And then Cherise Minnies, that's who I was talking to this morning, Tanya, she's great. And she was one of the kind of the first many people that started following me. And we've, we've been talking and um, Gramson House Miniatures, she and I went to the same college and we have a ton in common, even though I have not talked to her on the phone yet, but she promised we would. Um, and and there's, so many, there's so these, many. You're meeting all these people on Instagram or how do you yeah. meet? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I don't know, we've, you know, just chatted on there and I don't, I, I just, it, but they're also nice. They're also nice. And you ask them a question and they'll tell you, mm-hmm. you know, how they did something. So do you have any plans to maybe go to shows or I workshops? There's this amazing one. I just saw take a cruise for five days and make miniatures hello sign me up but it's all it's in um san diego and it's just being a you know mom young kids it's hard but oh someday that's what i want to know so you got young kids i do yeah two okay that is what blows me away about all these people that have little children that are doing this because all mine are in their 30s i do not know how any of y'all get anything done with little kids at home I mean, I really, it is, it blows my mind because I don't know how you do that. I mean, do you do it at night? Yeah, I stay up way too late. Uh, we just had schools out now. So we had to kind of adjust everything, you know, like how do I work with two little ones running around upstairs over my head because I work in the basement. So yeah, it's, it's an adjustment, but I do, I stay up way too late. I think. Well, I did that when I was young and had little kids. I painted at night till two o'clock in the morning which was not good but but I feel like do what you have to do yeah and I feel like I need to create every day or something's missing like it's just in my blood that I have to make something I don't know so oh I I 100% understand it's like a therapy I get out of sorts Mm -hmm. I mean my world does not function well if I'm not doing something I'm the same way we have a lot in common (laughs) 
Yes. Well, I just think, I think most creative people do. Mm-hmm. I think most creative people have a lot of that. I mean, most of the artists I know are that way. Most of the many people that I have talked to that do this are that way. And just, it's a, it's like breathing. You just have to. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I found this. This is the most fun. I love to paint, but this is the most fun that I've ever had doing anything. And I think it's because I can do so many different things like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. I can do wood one day. I can paint something one day. I can, you know, come up with an idea. I want to make some plants or I want to make flowers or I want to make a clay pot. I can, I can do, I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's different. Endless, and there's so many different things to make too. My list of things I want to make is ever ending, but (laughs) never ending for sure. But I definitely love this hobby too. So tell everyone again where they can find you on Instagram. What's your handle? Well, it's just Beth Carl C A R L Picard. Okay. Um, and then uh, my website is Mini Mansions, M-I-N-I, Mansions by Beth. And that's, that's good. Instagram and that's good. Yeah, I'm sure they'll find your YouTube, your blog, and all that is right on your website. Yeah. Again, they'll have to go check out that old cell phone tutorial because I was so genius. <laughs> and we have it. It is so of- easy. Yes. It is so easy. And uh, I hope that the ones that I'm making, you know, will be helpful to people because I had no clue what I was doing when I started. And I really felt kind of dumb putting that up because making that little holder is so simple. But my mother reminded me, it may be easy to you, but everybody else doesn't think the way you do. So it could help somebody. So. Oh, yeah, that's genius. I would have never thought of hanging an old cell phone on the wall. So genius. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. Well, good. Yes. Well, thank you again, Beth. And I can't wait to see what else you come up with. This is so fun. On Instagram. And thank you so much for asking me. You're welcome. You are welcome. I love your creations. Well, thank you. All right. You have a wonderful day. You too. Okay. Thanks, Rachel. Yeah. Bye.